Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Okay, guys, so I am recording my <laughs> today's episode of the podcast on my phone. And no matter where I go in my house, there is the fucking noisiest bird I have ever heard. I've been set aside the whole day today to record podcasts. We have had guys with leaf blowers. We have had roadworks. And now I'm like, okay, it's finally calm. I can record this. It's going to be epic. And and no, we've, we've got a bird that's like here to fuck up my life, right? <sighs> Living in the country, hey? <laughs> okay. So today's little episode is being recorded as in the elite this month, we are talking all about selling with alignment, which really comes back to selling and marketing and sharing your business in a way that feels good without any yucky sales, spam, manipulation, guilt, deceptive tactics, which are so popular these days. So we've been focusing all months in the elite. When I'm recording this, it's April. And all of this month, we are focusing on selling with alignment. That's the topic for this month. So we're covering lots of topics around pricing, selling in your DMs. We've got some incredible guest speakers. But there's this one little cheat sheet that I've made for everyone that this is kind of the topic I want to share on today. And it's about creating these soul check-in moments within your business, within the back end of your business, because I know what it's like. I'm currently at the moment creating a new program and I'm in, I'm in the thick of it, right? I'm creating the products. I'm getting all the payments linked up. I'm getting the emails, funnels worked out, the, the websites, all of that type of stuff is happening at the moment. And it's, and it's a lot, right? And so by creating these little soul check in moments, it's the way that I stay aligned with myself and my values and my priorities and my key things I want the women in my programs to walk away from them with without getting bogged down in like must sell, must enroll 40 people in this situation, must use dirty psychology sales tactic because that's what we see everyone else doing, right? So these soul check-in moments is really calling intention and reflection to what you're doing in your business, which is I mean, a good thing to get in the habit of doing, right? So sometimes it's easy to take the easy path. That doesn't sound great, but you know what I mean, right? So it's about taking a moment, hand on heart, to check in with how your choices make you feel in your business, okay? So what I I see it as there's two ways we can go about this. You're either following which means we're taking in and we're consuming the messaging and the programming from everyone else around us and we're doing what we feel we should do, right? Or we're doing what everyone else does. Or we're doing what we think will make us successful, but that doesn't necessarily feel good inside our soul. And then the flip side of that is leading from soul, okay? So in this little cheat sheet, I've got three on each side of this basically to break it down and help the women in my elite membership realize when they're making a decision from fear or that following behavior, and when they are leading from soul, right? 
So first we're going to share about the following side. This is when we kind of get into the attitude of like, hurry, everyone must hurry. And it's what we do and it's what we used car salesmen and real estate agents and all those type of people are really, really, really good at doing. They're really, really, really good at creating a false sense of urgency. And I say a false sense because genuinely sometimes in business, there is a true sense of urgency. I've got friends who they've got companies and they order a certain amount of stock and the stock sells out. Like that is a, that is a true urgency, right? Because if you don't order, you will miss out on your size. You will miss out on the color that you want, right? But when people create a false sense of urgency and pretend that something is going to run out, What that is basically doing is psychologically creating FOMO in your audience, which unfortunately works, but it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And what that does is leaves your audience feeling panicked. And so they make a decision way before they are ready because they feel pushed into it and feel like they're going to miss out on something unless they jump on this incredible offer right now, or they offer 30 grand over what their house they can afford because they really want this house and they don't want to miss out. And the real estate agent said there was 12 other offers and it turns out there's no other offers, but you know what I mean? Like, so people feel panicked and they feel pushed to make a decision before they're ready. Classic example. The other day, I, I mean, I've been car shopping recently. I have, I've been looking at my Jeep and going, you know, you're really fucking sexy. My Wrangler, you are also not easy to park. <laughs> And you are not giving me the creature comforts. Like, yes, you're fucking sexy. But, you know, if I have to park further away from the supermarket because, like, it has zero power steering. (laughs) So, you know, I was weighing up the pros and cons and I started car shopping and I started to slip into this, like, panic. Like, oh, fuck it. We'll just pay five grand more than we wanted to because, you know, I don't want to miss out and I can't keep afford to do doing this. So I really came back to this little soul checking moment. And even though it wasn't a decision based around my business, I really had to think, you know, am I being led by this FOMO? Is this car salesman telling me he's got other interested parties when we all know no one is ringing that bold guy's phone, right? So when we put this pressure on people, not only do they make a decision from a place of fear, they make a decision from a place of scarcity and this gross feeling like they're going to miss out or be left behind. And they don't feel completely aligned with the decision that they've made. They do feel pushed into it. And what happens then is they will bail at the very first moment of resistance. The very first moment that comes up and they realize like, fuck, I've committed to this payment plan and, you know, now my son's injured himself and he needs a new cast put on. Now I can't afford this money and I'll quick call her and get a refund, you know? So they will bail. They will find any opportunity to bail the very first moment of resistance. I found this to be super true back in the day, like back in the day, years and years ago, when I didn't know any better and I was doing the sales calls techniques and you get them on the phone and you tell them all their bullshit excuses and work through that with them. And then they'd make a decision because they felt pushed and pressured into it. And like they were going to miss out if they didn't make a decision right then and there. And the minute life got a little bit hard, the minute they hit the first roadblock or the first challenge, they took that opportunity to bail the fuck out and always left me out of pocket and me screwed over because I was making a decision. I was selling from this place of hurry, 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 urgency, false urgency, fear. The client isn't making the right decision because they're not in the right headspace. They're not really ready to make this decision. And you're selling it from a place of like 
scarcity. And for me, this is really clear. Like I'm teaching on abundance. I'm trying to create environments where women truly feel abundant. I can't use scarcity as a tactic to create abundance, right? It just doesn't even make sense. So that's the first kind of thing that I want you to check in with. Where is this coming from? What tactic am I using? And how is my client going to be feeling on the other side of this? And don't bullshit yourself. Don't bullshit yourself and say, oh, everyone has to get out of their comfort zone. Like if you're using fear and manipulation and FOMO and false urgency to sell people into your programs, like are they really making the right decision for them? Really, truly. And I say this with full confidence now knowing I don't do this. Yes, there are some of my courses that are run with live calls. So obviously there is a start and a finish date. And so the enrollment opens and then it closes and then we do the course together. So there are some things like my elite membership. I only open the enrollments up for that for like four weeks of the whole year, a two week block in June and two week block in November, because then I want to spend the rest of the year focusing and working with the women in the membership. So that's not a case of false urgency. That's a case of like true If it's not for you right now, that's totally cool. But if it is for you right now, that's great. Come and join us. I'm not saying this is never going to open again. You know, it will. (laughs) I think I'm always very clear with that. The second thing we can do when we're coming from that place of scarcity and following is standard pricing. Yes, knowing your market and knowing your audience and who you're speaking to is important. But pricing your offers just for $97 because... Sally Life Coach down the road does exactly the same thing. That is not a vibe. And that really, once again, is a belief and limited and held in that scarcity place. Like if it's working for her and I can see she's charging that and she's getting clients, I'll charge that and then I'll be okay. I'll be worthy. I'll be priced right to get clients too. But that's not always the case. Here's another thing to check in. And I'm calling this point doing webinars, but this can really be applied to anything. All right. So just take this with a grain of salt. I'm not like hating on webinars, even though I hate webinars. If you love doing webinars, then do them. But if they genuinely make you want to stick hot forks in your eyes, or if you would rather shit in your hand and then clap, then do a webinar, then don't. There is no rule book that says that is the only way to do it right? Because if you are a coach that hates doing webinars, guaranteed by doing a webinar, you're going to call in clients who enjoy learning from a webinar and then you're going to get stuck doing fucking hundreds of webinars, right? Whereas if you're like me, if you're a coach that loves teaching on audio and you go and put out an amazing podcast, hello, thank you for reviews in advance, then people are going to know they come into your course and they're going to get audio trainings as a part of that, right? So do what feels good for you. There is no one success formula Something really interesting I'm going to be launching soon is a 90-day plan, kind of strategy planner for women in business. And this is basically to help you form consistent habits over 90 days, which we know if you form consistent habits, that leads into consistent momentum for your business. And the really important thing I want to note here is that this strategy has a lot of blank space in it, right? Because one person might love putting flyers in their local letterboxes. One person might love doing Facebook ads. One person might love creating TikToks. One person might love doing engagement. One person might love writing guest blogs. The point is it doesn't matter what you do as long as the energy behind it's aligned and you do it consistently, okay? So that's my third I said, let's flip the switch here. Let's go to the other side. What does business look like and what does business feel like when you are leading from soul? 
when you are coming from a truly abundant space, right? So I believe in holding space and trusting that the right clients are ready to work with you and they're ready to work with you at the perfect time, the perfect moment in time for them. And that instead of being half panicked, they are, you know, filled with that sense of, I need to do this now. I'm going to miss out. I'm going to be so behind or there's something wrong with me and there's something broken with me and please coach fix it. Instead of that ick energy, like full on gives me the ick, right? They are a full fuck. Yeah. I am ready for this. This is what I need. How can I pay you? Right? People work with you because they want to, not because they feel like they will miss out. And a classic example of this is um, a program that I recently enrolled into for something specific in my business. And I, when I reached out to this woman on Instagram, it wasn't to ask her questions or ask if she does a discovery call. It's like, hey, I'm feeling super led to this. I'm going to register for this. Could I just confirm the times of the calls to make sure that I can make sure, like make sure that I could be on them live because they're in American timing. And we had a chat and I enrolled in the, pro- like I was ready. I didn't need to speak with her. I didn't need to do anything. But then there's also been a situation um, recently where I was offered an opportunity to be a part of a membership. And it was a very new membership for women in business. And it was by like an online directory listing. It's very new, right? And the price was a little bit higher than other memberships that I'm a part of that have run for a long time. So I just basically said to them, I am interested in this. However, I'm going to give it six months. Can you touch back in base with me in six months time and share with me some testimonials of women who have been in this and what the ROI looks like as being a part of this membership and how they've utilized it. Then I would love to be a part of it. You know, so it's okay to say, I'm interested. This is great. This is not the right time for me. Okay. People work with you because they want to, not because they feel like they will miss out. That's, that's, I feel like I could mic drop there and just leave it. But let's move into point two, leading from soul with aligned pricing. Instead of just pricing what everyone else does or pricing, you know, the earrings the same as the woman next to you at the market with the earrings or, you know, my graphic design business. I, I wouldn't know what a graphic designer charges. I wouldn't have a fucking clue what they charge an hour. I charge what I need to charge an hour to be able to make sure I can still pay my health insurance right? I charge what I want to charge and I'm fucking fully booked. I wouldn't have a clue what any other graphic designers charge, right? The vibe is actually pricing your offers to what feels totally aligned and exciting for you. If that is $2, but it feels great to you, that's awesome. Likewise, if you charge $20,000 for something, it has to feel good to you no one else. And this is my thing. I feel very passionately about this in terms of coaching people. When they come to me and they're like, I need to raise my price. I do a lot of coaching calls around. I need to raise my prices. And it's like, great, let's go through the energy work. Then let's figure out how much you need to make and actually reverse engineer it from there. Whereas you've got a lot of coaches out there who will just say, oh, well, you're charging two grand for that charge 50. Imagine how much your life's going to look incredible when you charge $50 for that. Like, sorry, 50 grand instead of that for two grand. And all that does is give them a really fucking good testimonial to use to then enroll more clients. It's this really toxic cycle. I've spoken about it on other podcast episodes before, but basically it has to feel good to no one else except for you. 
fuck your coach, (laughs) fuck the industry standard, what feels good to you, right? And not from a place of fear, not from like, well, if I can charge whatever I want, I'll charge $15,000 for a product. It takes me $15 to make. Like, don't be a dick about it. It has to feel good. It has to feel aligned, spiritually aligned, morally aligned. It has to be the vibe, right? And instead of doing webinars, if you hate doing webinars, how are you actually being called to share? What would be exciting for you? So when I'm launching something, there's a lot of advice out there. You know, you should do this structure. You should do that structure. You should offer this freebie and then this and then book them on a discovery call and then sign them into your program and then follow up with a hard sale. You know what I mean? Like there's a million different types of advice out there for how you should share and how you should promote. And don't get me wrong. If someone's strategy works for them in their business, that's fucking amazing. doesn't mean it's going to work for your business, right? How are you being called to share? Tune into your soul, your business soul, and ask, how could I get really excited about this launch? What type of medium would feel really good for me? Would it be doing a whole bunch of podcast guest interviews? Would it be doing a Facebook Live? Would it be creating 40 different reels and posting them twice a day over 20 days as part of your launch? Like what would feel really good for you? What do you need to do to be really fucking excited about this? And, you know, classic example, I launched my first book and I didn't launch whatsoever. I just kind of online said, hey, my book's available. And then the second time I sat with it, I'm like, what would feel really fucking good? I'm going to do a book launch party. I'm going to have a photographer and I'm going to have this and I'm going to have that and I'm going to have catering. And it was really fun and it was great. And we hit number one bestseller and whatever, but I didn't do it because someone told me I needed to do it. I do it, but did it because I was excited about it and it felt good for me, right? So here's the most important point is fuck the rules because they are not for you. <laughs> Take a moment, hand on heart, to check in with how your choices in your business and how you are running and the systems in your business actually make you feel. Because at the end of the day, the buck stops with you, right? You're in charge of this. So that's my little wisdom drop for today. If you want to find out more about the Sexy Selfish Elite membership, I think enrollments by the time this podcast is coming out, enrollments are open in June and then they close on June 31st. So if you are thinking about joining the elite membership where we dive into topics like this in a lot deeper way and have guest speakers and all the sexy spreadsheets and all that type of stuff, if you'd like to learn more about that, I will put a link in the show notes or you can always find out more information on my website, sexyselfish.com. Reach out, send me a DM if you have any questions. And yeah, hopefully we'll see you in the elite membership really soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mums Manifesting Wealth podcast series by Shoni Gates and Team Sexy Selfish. Please leave a like, comment, review and share and don't forget to subscribe. The more you share, the more people we can impact and the more awesome free content I can create for you all. 
If you're wondering where to go next or have some feedback for this episode, you can hit me up on Instagram at sexy underscore selfish or visit our website www.sexyselfish.com. We've got heaps of freebies there for you guys to check out as well. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day.